And good evening, everyone, and welcome into the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media. I'm your host, Russ Renault. Thanks for joining us here on another Sunday night here in Houston, Texas. Got a great show for you tonight as we recap the fight night from last night between Holly Holm and Myra Bueno Silva, some other events that we'll talk about on that card. So on this show, we, as you may have already known if you've been here before, uh, two meanings to that name of the show, UFC Fight Cards. First, uh, we go through the fight cards, the fight schedule. We talk about last night's fight. We look ahead to the events to come. And then we open up a hobby box of UFC trading cards. So if you're joining us for the first time, everything that we open on the show is for sale. So you can reach me at Russ at orange-fire.com. You can reach out on Twitter at Fight Cards Russ or at Orange Fire Media or Facebook Russ Renault R U S S R E N E A U or Orange Fire Media. We also have a store on eBay, so you can find us there. It's called Orange Fire Lots of Lots. We've uh, we list stuff every week after we open it. We like to make every let everyone here be the first one to get a crack at it. But um, if nobody uh, lays claim to it, then you know we move on. And we we put it on eBay. So um, we'll show what we've hit, uh, what we've got left as far as autograph cards and numbered cards from Prism. And we'll also show the autographs and the numbered cards we have from Don Russ that we've been opening the last four weeks. I do want to apologize for those who tune in regularly about last week's show. Uh, we didn't stream live, but we did get the video posted, uh, just an extra setting. Uh, I've been playing around with the settings for a couple of weeks now, and so just unable to, uh, there was one additional step that, that I needed to, to do to get the live stream going, uh, and I didn't click that button, so um, I did record it, so I was able to post a video later, but sorry about that, but at least we're on here tonight. So uh, here we are, and I appreciate you being here. So let's go ahead and talk about last night's fights. So we will talk about that main event between Holly Holm and Myra Bueno Silva is in the women's bantamweight division last night from the Apex in Las Vegas. And of course, Holly Holm, the former champion, ranked number three coming in. Myra Bueno Silva ranked number 10. And in that, in that fight, really surprised uh, about the result with Myra Bueno Silva getting the submission with a standing guillotine in the second round. Uh, Holly looked good in the first round, uh, really controlled the, the tempo, and I think she, she won round one, uh, but then just got in trouble, went in for the takedown. Uh, Myra Bueno Silva using that power, uh, getting the hold of the, the neck of Holly Holm and tapping out the former champion. And you could see it on Holly Holm's face when the decision was made, uh, very respectful of her opponent, but you could tell that, that she could see that uh, the path to the title again just got a whole lot tougher because she was right there. Uh, you're, you're talking about a win, and then you are probably next in line. To you know, we, we figure now with that result that it's going to be Juliana Pena against Raquel Pennington for that vacant 
Bantamweight women's title. And Holly Holm could have thrown her name in that hat. So so you had two former champions uh, squaring off if she had faced Pena. But now it uh, looks like that just solidified Raquel Pennington's place in that in that matchup. So that's what we're looking forward to. I know Myra Bueno Silva, she wanted to have her say that, that she wanted to be next. And Juliana came back and said she'll take on both of them in one night. But uh, Juliana likes to talk a lot, and we know that. Uh, but it'll be her and Pennington, and then Silva might have to go through one more opponent before she gets that crack. Maybe Amisha Tate, um, Aaron Blanchfield is looking down the line, so uh, who knows what's going to happen going forward. So the co-main event last night was very surprising. Uh, not by who won the fight, but how it was done. A lot of people saying could have gone the other way, but I will talk about that a little bit. As uh, so I've been watching fights a little bit more intently, and especially with the judging. Um, I, I'm just trying to get a sense of, of what they're watching and what they're looking for. So in the welterweight division, 14th ranked Jack Della Maddalena. He's a rookie in these 2023 products, a very... Uh, sought-after rookie, actually, and a lot of people like him. Most people like him, and I think that's why they were so much cheering for him last night and getting the split-decision victory over Basil Hafez. And Hafez, five days' notice, taking this fight. Uh, Madalena was supposed to fight on the last card and had two opponents drop out. And so getting a new opponent, a newcomer to the UFC, and uh, Hafez showed that he belongs. And he looked great. Uh, but Jack Della Maddalena, in my opinion, and I really don't, you know, have a fan opinion either way on, on these guys. I uh, just kind of look at it as objectively as I can. And, you know, Maddalena just, he landed 100 strikes total more and 50 more significant strikes. So uh, you can't just ignore that with the ground control. I mean, a lot of people uh, who are involved in this sport come from a wrestling background and really want to say that control time means so much, but when you're using a boxing system, and some of these officials also watch boxing matches, and the rules of the UFC and MMA is that damage is the number one factor. And Jack De- Della Maddalena did a lot of damage last night, and you can make a case for all three rounds that Jack Della Maddalena won all three just based on the damage alone. Of course, Hafez did great uh, in the clinch and controlling the ground, but didn't do enough when he had that control to win the fight. So, um, yeah, it was a a shaky performance from what we were all expecting from a uh, minus 900 favorite, but getting the win and getting to know that uh, the competition is getting tougher and we'll see what, what lays down the road for Della Maddalena. So he, he was supposed to fight Sean Brady originally, and maybe that's the next step. And maybe they go back to that and try to reschedule that when Brady's uh, healthy and see if we can get that matchup. So I think that'd be a good test to see where Della Maddalena is after this tough test that he just faced. So usually I don't spend a whole lot of time on the fight night cards. Uh, just depends on, on who is fighting. 
so that we can get through the rest of the schedule and get on to opening the cards so we don't have, you know, one of the longer shows. We, we like to save the longer shows for the pay-per-view events. So uh, let, let's just run down uh, some of the other things that, that might stand out to us, um, some highlights. <laughs> I think that the women's featherweight matchup between Norma Dumont and Chelsea Chandler, two of the uh, top 15 in the Bantamweight division, uh, DeMont's 13, Chandler's 14, trying to keep that featherweight division alive. But uh, I don't think that's going to last. Uh, the women's featherweight division might be done after this fight. I don't know. But uh, Norman DeMont getting the victory, and I think the highlight of, of that fight, she gets a unanimous decision, but the highlight is uh, she landed a left on Chandler and Chandler running across the other side of the octagon. I think we've, uh, if you haven't seen that, it's pretty funny. So uh, go check that out. Um, let's see, there's one other one that I wanted to talk about on here. It's just nasty. Um, women's strawweight division. Victoria Dudakova against Acela Nunez. Um, if you have not seen what happened, um, if you're a little squeamish, don't go watch the highlights. Uh, if you don't care and you love violence, by all means, go watch it. Um, but uh, Dudakova getting a knockout uh, in 34 seconds. And it really wasn't a knockout. What she did is she went in for the takedown. Um, and as Nunez was trying to brace herself for the mat, went to put her left arm down, and it just snapped in half. Um, it was nasty. It was, it was one of the more brutal things that we've seen lately. Uh, but that is this game. And um, Dudakova get, gets the victory. Um, so if you want to see it, by all means, go for it. But... You've been warned. Not a whole lot else uh, stood out to me last night. Um, so we'll just go ahead and, and go through the upcoming schedule. And so fight night, looking really looking forward to that next weekend uh, in London with a heavyweight matchup between number five, Tom Aspinall, and number 10, Marcin Tibura. Um, as you know, that, that I'm a big Tom Aspinall fan. Uh just been on that train for for a while and uh, ready for him to get back at it. He's been out for almost a year after that um, injury suffered against Curtis Blades exactly um, a year ago, almost to the day. So it'd uh, be really good to see in London, uh, Molly McCann in the co-main event, Julia Stolarenko. Um, what else? we got Paul Craig, Andre Muniz in a middleweight matchup. So uh, pretty good card for uh, fight night. And these fight night carts are actually pretty good uh, coming up. So uh, really looking forward to that. Then we've got another pay-per-view, UFC 291. Two pay-per-views this month, July 29th in Salt Lake City. And, of course, that one headlined the lightweight matchup for the BMF belt between number two, Dustin Poirier, number three, Justin Gagey. You know, Poirier getting the TKO against Gagey last time that they squared off. Uh, it's a few years ago now, so uh, Gagey better. Poirier is just it's just dynamite. So, uh, you know, see where that one goes. It should be a really fun fight. Uh, so the co-main event just got a whole lot more interesting after the news this week, and we'll talk about that. So light heavyweight matchup in the co-main event between the number three ranked former champion, Jan Blahovic and the newcomer to the division, uh, the former middleweight champion, Alex Pereira. So Pereira making his light heavyweight debut 
And this one has major implications now because Jamal Hill rupturing his Achilles tendon in a basketball game last weekend, and he has vacated the light heavyweight title, just like Yuri Prochka did a year ago when he injured his shoulder. Now it's Jamal Hill giving way to the division, and this matchup is huge because I believe that the winner of this matchup will face Yuri Prochka sometime later this year for the vacant light heavyweight title. So really interesting with that news coming out this week, and I wish Jamal Hill all the best. Hope the champ gets back, and you know I really hope Yuri goes ahead and wins the belt, and he and Jamal Hill can can um, get after it sometime next year. I mean Achilles injuries are nasty. You know I come from a sports background, and that's one of the ones that that can be a career ender. So um, you know you can come back from ACLs pretty easy now. Um, you know, it takes about a year, just like Tom Aspinall. He, he, he had that ACL injury, but Achilles injuries are, are a different deal. And um, just it hasn't been perfected yet, uh, the surgery on that to get back. So it, it's just really tough, and we wish Jamal Hill the best. Um, and so uh, hats off to him for letting the division move forward and um, just shows the class in that division. You know, also on that card, if we just go down, you know, we've got a, uh, some ranked fighters on there. Paulo Costa facing Ikram Aleskarov, uh, Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green, unranked, but but everybody knows their names. Um, Michael Chiesa against Kevin Holland, and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson against Michelle Pereira. Uh, also Derek Lewis, number 11 ranked heavyweight in action. So really great card, and we're really looking forward to that in a couple of weeks. So then we go to fight night. August 5th in Nashville, headlined by Corey Sandhagen and Umar, Umar Nurmagomedov in a bantamweight matchup between number four and number 11. Got a couple of rookies in, in the product in, in there. Um, looking at Ignacio Bahamondes, uh, Damon Jackson facing Billy Corintillo, and Kyler Phillips also on that card. Also got a women's strawweight matchup on there, uh, top 10 matchup between Jessica Andrade and Tatiana Suarez, so that one's a, a pretty good one there in Nashville. You know, fight night, the August 12th at the Apex in Las Vegas, that card really hasn't filled out too much yet, uh, just less than a month away. We know the main event, welterweight division, number nine, Rafael Dos Anjos against number 10, Vicente Luque. Then we get to another big one, UFC 292, August 19th in Boston. And a Bantamweight title matchup in the main event between the champion Aljamain Sterling and the number two ranked contender Sean O'Malley. So we know the, the beef between those two, and we know that that's going to be a show. And then really looking forward to that one. Um, also, another title on the line that night women's strawweight division champion Zhang Wei Li defending against uh, number four Amanda Lamos. Uh, a Bantamweight matchup. Uh, that was just added this week after Henry Cejudo pulled out, left Marlon Cheeto Vera without an opponent. So Vera is going to be taking on Pedro Munoz. So number six against number ten. Uh, also number seven and number eight bantamweights going at it with Rob Font and Song Yadon. Welterweight division top fifteen matchup between number eight Jeff Neal and number thirteen Ian Gary, who's just looked phenomenal. So a real big test against a veteran there for Ian Gary. And also a lot of good veterans on that card. Then we get to fight night 
August 26th in Singapore, and featherweight matchup between number two, Max Holloway, number seven, Chan Sung Young, the Korean zombie, uh, also light heavyweight co-main between number number seven, Anthony Smith, and number 10, Ryan Spann. Uh, Smith defeated Spann a few years ago now, uh, but Ryan Spann's improved, and Anthony Smith trying to turn things around after two straight losses. Also, uh, women's flyweight matchup, uh, really a big one to look forward to. Number three, Tyler Santos against number four, Aaron Blanchfield. And if Blanchfield wins that one, uh, don't know if she'll which title she, she'll end up challenging for. If she goes for the bantamweight title or the flyweight title, uh, she is kind of a, a key kingpin uh, in both women's divisions right now, um, just depending on what happens with the, with the women's bantamweight title. So moving on, so another fight night overseas, September 2nd in Paris. Uh, heavyweight main event between the hometown favorite, number two, Cyril Gon, and he'll be taking on number eight, Sergei Spivak. And women's flyweight matchup, the number two ranked flyweight, Manon Ferro, will take on the number two ranked strawweight in former strawweight champion Rose Namajunas making her flyweight debut. Also got... Uh, number eight ranked light heavyweight Vulcan Ozdemir on that card and shows fan favorite uh, Haley Cowan will be facing Zara Farron in the women's bantamweight matchup and if you're new to the show Haley Cowan is a Baylor Bear so am I so uh, we're big fans on this show anyway so we're looking forward a lot to September 2nd for Haley uh, no main event yet for September 9th, UFC 293 in Sydney. Uh, we know uh, Kaikar France probably on that card against Manel Cape. Um, the only one official on that card right now, the light heavyweight matchup between Carlos Ulberg and Dawan Young. Uh, then we got fight night September 16th from T-Mobile Arena. And it's actually, Dana White said um, the timing just was not good on this. Uh, if they hadn't already announced UFC 293, this would have been UFC 293. Um, so a women's flyweight championship matchup, rematch between the champion Alexa Grasso and the number one contender, former champion Valentina Shevchenko. Great co-main event, welterweight matchup. Number six, Shavkat Rachmanov gets number 12, Kelvin Gastelum. Then we go to UFC 294 in Abu Dhabi. Still don't know a, a main event in this one yet either we were thinking that um, we'll see Islam Mahachev in some capacity against an opponent uh, I'm guessing it's going to be Charles Oliveira they're going to run that one back uh, I think Oliveira's earned it uh, probably earned it before that but they had the matchup with Volkanovski in between but um, the way Charles looked against Dariush I think I uh, can't deny him that so uh, look for that again in that event it was the same time last year in Abu Dhabi so uh, I think we're going to see that same main event coming up. There was a fight added. Uh, don't think it's official yet, but uh, rumored to be on that card. And top 15 flyweight matchup between number 10, Tim Elliott, and number 11, Mohamed Mikhaev. If you've been watching the show, we kind of have the hot hand when it comes to Mohamed Mikhaev. We got a, a auto-redemption. And we got an octagon canvas. Somebody picked that up this week. So uh, good luck to, to you who, who picked that up and hope that got into the mail to you and it's in your hands now. So 
Uh, the only other thing that we have to talk about as far as the schedule goes is the big one, November 11th, UFC 295 from New York in Madison Square Garden, and that's the heavyweight title matchup between the champion John Jones, the former champion, and the number three ranked contender Stipe Miacic. So uh, that is what we know for the coming months and what we will be looking at. And so now let's turn our attention to these cards. So one thing that, that we like to do on the show is we do like to run through our hobby top five, which is the top five fighters that people are collecting right now. Not necessarily the, the top five pound for pound, definitely not the top five pound for pound, um, but just who everybody's kind of uh, got their eye on, who's commanding the most in breaks, uh, who people are paying top dollar for. So let's go ahead and look at the hobby top five right now. get the audio back. So number five, Alex Pereira. Number four is the only female in the hobby top five, Aaron Blanchfield. Number three is not a rookie, and that is Hamzat Shemaev. Like I said, nothing's changed this week. No results, uh, no products to, to really change anything. Uh, also not a rookie at number two. Shavkat Rachmanov was the hottest rookie in last year's product. And number one again this week is the hottest rookie in the 2023 products. And it is, of course, Bo Nickel. So we'll take a look at those again. Here's your hobby top five with Bo Nickel, Shavkat Rachmanov, Hamzat Shemaev, Aaron Blanchfield, and Alex Pereira. So there we go. There is our weekly feature. And um, if you've got any comments on that, if you think that that's not the case, then let me know. Hey, Austin, it's good to have you in there. And uh, if you, everybody can use that chat box. But uh, um, Austin, you think Stipe is going to get absolutely steamrolled? He might. Um, I'd like to give him a chance. Um, he's kind of biased towards him. I saw UFC 220 when he faced Francis Ngannou, so very smart, very tactical, so um, we'll see what happens. Um, looking forward to that one. So I do want to let everybody know, Just uh, we're going to talk about some hobby news. Um, we talked about Fanatics Live last week and uh, just, you know, the future of breaking in other sports because they're all controlled by Fanatics. The good thing about UFC is that it's not yet. Um, but who knows if it's going to go down that road. Um, so uh, people who are doing breaks with Fanatics products may be out of business. Um, you know, so, but as, for, as long as UFC doesn't sell out to Fanatics, then everybody kind of doing uh, breaks would be okay. I don't think it changes what we do at all because I'm not selling spots on this show. So we haven't got to that point yet, uh, but do want to tell everybody just some things that have been uh, kicking around this week. Um, Select is supposed to release 
next week on July 21st, and we had a, a case on order. Uh, we had to um, scale that back a little bit. Uh, if you don't know, I mean, the the cost associated with, with doing a show like this, uh, getting that much product, um, put a little strain on the budget. Um, so I don't know if that we will have any, we won't have the case of select coming out. Um, we're just going to keep opening what we have. We've got five more boxes of Donruss. Um, we've got four more boxes of Prism. So uh, we're going to open, you know, at least uh, we've actually got six. This is our, our fifth one. We'll be down to five after tonight on the Donruss, but um, just not going to be able to, to do the case of select like we'd hoped. Um, you know, just you, you can tell, like you have the, you have the numbers, you can, you can afford to do more things. So we'll work on it. We'll, we'll just keep doing, um, we'll just keep trying to make the show better and better. Um, what I was working on last week and, and kind of the reason why the live stream wasn't up, uh, was I was trying to get the audio working for, uh, guests and having people on a call and, uh, kind of got that figured out now. Uh, so we have that ability and I think that's kind of what we're going to focus on in the future. So I still want to do a lot with cards. Uh, just may take a little more planning and a little more success of this show. Um, I have no problem admitting that, um, that, that that's what we're going to kind of focus on going forward is just growing the show, getting some people on here to help us do that. And then, you know, if all goes well, that we'll be back in business. Uh, we're not, like I said, I'm going to still do the show. Uh, just maybe scale back on the card side a little bit. I don't want to do that. Obviously, um, I had a plan to have a case of every product, but just with the way the show, um, you know, it, it takes a lot to, to run this show um, in that manner. And so we're just not generating the revenue that, that we need to, to be able to sustain that model. So I just want to be upfront about that. Um, and I, I didn't want to, I, I know I, I promised that. And so um, hopefully that will, you know, get, get back going uh, at some point down the road. Um, but while we have cards, we're going to open them. So uh, here we go. So we do have uh, six boxes left. So we're doing live rip number five of this Donruss product. And let's see what we pull out of here. Well, before we do that, let me before I have to put these hot gloves on, uh, let's go through what we've hit the last few weeks. Let's start with the prism. And uh, we have sent off for this redemption. We've already sent this off. So uh, Israel Adesanya, uh, prism throwback signatures. I've also got a, a purple to go with that. Number 149. Uh, got a BJ Penn redemption. We've also sent off for that. So got a few Bryce Mitchells um, with the Mojo. Like I said, most of these are listed on eBay, so you can find those there. Um, so we've got a Blue Wave, a green, and you know whenever you buy anything from me, you're going to get a little bit extra of whatever I have of that fighter. You're going to get that too. Um, so I've got Andrea Lee, we've got a teal number to 49. Also got a Marvin Vittori teal number to 49. 
Got silver to go with that. A little silver press proof. Haven't listed these yet, but these will be going. Um, we need to generate more revenue for the show. So Tabitha Ricci, orange, number 99. Uh, also a Ruby Wave. Got one, two, three, four, five rookie cards. And she's not in the Donruss product, so those are her first and only rookies so far. Uh, here we go with Sergei Pavlovich, orange, number 99, blue wave. And the base, I uh, got a Brandon Moreno, purple, number 149. Lucas Almeida, the blue, numbered to 175. Also got a ruby wave and a silver. Song Yudong got the red, number to 199, and the ruby wave. Uh, silver press proof. And then as far as yeah, your Rosenstrike goes, got the red 199, cracked ice, and a ruby wave. And to finish off, well, we got two more. Uh, Corey Sandhagen, number to 199 with the red. And the Saeed Yakub Kakramanov, rookie, red, number to 199. So here we go with our Donruss that we've pulled lately. A lot, of, like I said, a lot of this is gone. Um, I'll tell you about some of the stuff that we did have, but uh, last we do have last week's pulls, the big ones still. Um, we've got the Damon Jackson Blue Laser Hollow Auto. Um, that one is numbered to 25. Um, Volcano's Demir Red. Number to 75, Johnny Walker, 75. Saeed Nurmagomedov, silver, number to 99. Um, Jason Herzog, Authority of the Octagon, silver, number to 99. Uh, last week's memorabilia card was Robert Whitaker, the Octagon Canvas. I've also got a Jeff Neal Octagon Canvas left that comes with a hyper prism. So those are our pulls from the last couple of weeks let's let's get those stored away and here we go with our fifth box of Donruss we can you know I, th I think the bow nickel black is already gone you know that would help out the show a lot if, if we could pull that um, even you know blue some a gold something like that <laughs> to keep us going um, like I said we're not going anywhere I'm still gonna do the show um, just may change after the next 10 weeks um, how we do it and I do hope to get my hands on some select maybe even this week get one box instead of instead of 12 um, but we'll look into that all right here we go anybody you know I say here we go and the funny thing is everybody miss uh, Mike Goldberg saying that I, I love hearing that in the championship fight in the main event um, you know Annex good at what he does but does not have that signature 
um, start of the fight that that Goldberg had. Um, that here we go was was awesome. A- and when he finished the fight, if it was a finish, you say it's all over. And you know, I just I think things like that are important. I mean, I come from a, a broadcasting background, so I like that stuff and annex annex annex. So uh, just wish he had some some more flavorful uh, things for, to start and end a fight. So we go through all the cards, um, and then we'll get to the the hits. And we'll go back through all the hits at the end, too. Blagoy, Ivanov, Abubakar, Nurmagomedov, Gilbert Burns, Josh Emmett, Sergey Pavlovich. Be interesting to see how many complete sets we have already. Alex Caceres, uh, Chael Sonnen, Arnold Allen, Marlon Vera, Glover Teixeira, Sergey Spivak, Michelle Pereira, Jens Pulver, yeah, you're Rodriguez. Kaylin Chukagian. Hoist Gracie. Steve Amiacic. Piotr Jan. Marab Devalishvili. Matt Serra. Edson Barboza. Rafael Sunsau. Herb Dean, Authority of the Octagon. And Mark Kerr. Silver Auto. So um, we actually pulled a Mark Kerr out of uh, auto out of Prism. So that's our second one. Interesting. And right out of the box, the auto is gone. So there we go. Take a look at Mark Kerr. See what else we have in here. Rich Franklin. Here's the press proofs. Rich Franklin, uh, Pedro Munoz, Manon Firo Purple, uh, Alex Pereira Crunch Time. It's a rookie, so we will put that one in our Poeton stack. got Alex Volkanovsky Dominators uh, Hamzat Shemaev The Untouchables I don't think we have that one yet so um, still trying to finish off some of those insert sets all right and I do like the re- the reason why I go through all of them is just in case we want to talk about fights some more. You know, somebody just um, sticks out to us, and then we go ahead and talk about it. Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, T.J. Dillashaw, Johnny Walker, Vivian Araujo, Sean Brady, Misha Tate, Marcin Tabura, 
BJ Penn, Dan Ige, Neil Magny, Justin Gagey, George St. Pierre, Carlos Barza, Michael Chiesa, Dean Thomas, Vulcan Ozdemir, Davison Figueredo, Chris Dawkins, Alonzo Minifield, Khalil Roundtree Jr., uh, Dominic Cruz, Rose Namajunas, Macy Barber, Rich Franklin, and finally, some different rookies. If, you, if you've been with us for our first four, um, we had like all the same rookies in the first four. Luckily, there was uh, three Bo Nickel variations in there. We have a, a Bo Nickel base. We had two Bo Nickel base, a silver, and a purple press proof. So we um, weren't complaining about that. We had a couple of Alex Pereira. We had a couple of Aaron Blanchfield, but we got like five Molly. We got four Molly McCanns, but but finally good to see some somebody else with Terrence McKinney. That's a new one we don't have. Um, press proofs: Rob Font, Irene Aldana, Rafael Fazeev, purple press proof, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, Untouchables, Francis Ngannou, Stairmasters, and Carla Esparza, Octagon Marvels. I believe we have most of those. That was really Conor McGregor. This would uh, really boost our show. <laughs> uh, here we go. Umar Nurmagomedov, Penny Kianzad, Ryan Hall, Macy Chieson, Irene Aldana, Santiago Ponzinibbio. And I'm talking about the, the chat, if uh, <laughs> I can point that out. Alexander Volkov, Jorge Masvidal, Giga Chikadze, Sean Strickland, Islam Makachev, Cynthia Calvillo, Dustin Poirier, Rafael Fazeev, Brock Lesnar, Shavkat Rachmanov, Rob Font, Matt Schnell, Jennifer Maya, Stephen Thompson, Anthony Smith, Ketlin Vieira, Jailton Almeida, and also got our memorabilia coming up. So I think we have an Almeida purple. We didn't have the base yet, so now we got a, got a base of Almeida. And here we go with Michelle Pereira, Octagon Canvas. And please, Connor, if you're listening to this show, need some cash to uh, to get that case of Select. And we'll even take some vodka. You buy the cards, I'll buy the vodka. Or whatever it is. Um, Umar Nurmagomedov with the silver teal of Habib. We've got 
a blue laser hollow of Jimmy Flick. So, if you do not know, Jimmy Flick actually is a card collector. Austin, you got it, brother. Austin's claiming the, the Michelle Predator. So, hit me up, man. Like I said, y'all can reach me um, by email at russ at orange-fire.com. Um, find me on Facebook, Russ Renault, R-E-N-E-A-U, or Orange Fire Media. So, good deal. Um, so, there you go. Jimmy Flick, a card collector himself. This one numbered to 49. So, cool stuff. I was in a group last week. Somebody said they pulled the Jimmy Flick, and, and Jimmy jumped on and said, hey, send it to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll sign it for you. It's pretty cool. Um, Glover Teixeira, Crunch Time, John Jones, Dominators, uh, Hamzat Shmaev, Hoist Gracie, Fantasy Matchups. I don't think we have that one yet. Also don't think we have the Jones or the Teixeira. So, yeah, we're seeing some different stuff here this week, and that is good. That's always good. That's also the earliest. Our auto and our memorabilia card have been gone. Uh, usually, it's been towards the end that you know we'll still have one left to, to go through. So we go with Jimmy Crute. And Jimmy announced today, I believe, that uh, he's stepping away for a little bit after that loss to Alonzo Minifield last week. He wants to sort things out and doesn't know if he'll be back. So um, good luck to him. Um, Ian Gary. There's Connor McGregor. Paul Craig. Darren Till. Bobby Green. Adrian Yanez. Matt Hughes. Corey Sandhagen, Paulo Costa, Vince Pichel, Calvin Cater, Michael Chandler, Ayer Rosenstrike, Ticio Torres, Raquel Pennington, Mateus Nicolau, Gerald Mearshart, Yan Shanan, Chris Weidman, Shogun Hua, Taitu Avasa. Go, we got another Damon Jackson. So that's our big auto that we have left right now is a Damon Jackson blue hollow laser. Auto, it's number to 25. Oh wow, a second auto. Kane Velasquez, silver. Wow, two in one box, and they're both legends. Gotta see if my boy Emmanuel wants that one. Um, so we got lucky. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I, think it, I think we did it the first week, too. 
first time we opened Donruss, we had two autos in there, and so we got another one in this one. Cain uh, Velasquez. There we go, the press proofs. Ilya Tapuria, silver. Rafael Faziv. Marina Rodriguez. Dustin Poirier, purple. Uh, Taito Avasa, new crunch time for us. Starting to see the new ones. If we might actually finish off a, a set here. Hoist Gracie, that's a new one. And the Ian Gary, the Untouchables, all of those new. So we might fill in our, our gaps there this week with those. You know, Manon Ferro, Chuck Liddell, Uriah Faber, Ryan Spann coming up, match up with Anthony Smith, Grant Dawson. You know, they said that Grant Dawson, his next matchup was going to be against the winner um, of, uh, of Dan Hooker and Jalen Turner, but, uh, you know, Dan Hooker getting that win but fracturing his orbital bone and breaking his arm. I don't know that he'll be ready for Grant Dawson anytime soon. Uh, Grant Dawson may need a, a new opponent before then. Uh, Shamil Abderkamov, that was the hardest one to say in the whole set. Uh, Patty Pimblett, Mackenzie Dern, Ilya Tapuria, Saeed Nurmagomedov, Alexander Volkanovsky, John Jones, Rafael Dos Anjos, Hamzat, Donna Santos, Surreal Gone, Amanda Nunez, Kaikar France, Jan Blahovic, Derek Brunson, Robbie Lawler, Jeff Neal, Charles Oliveira, new rookie for us, the base anyway. We we have them. We we had the Muhammad Makayev. Uh, auto redemption and we had octagon canvas and we sold that last week so there's the base if that person could have held out another week they would have had that one too um, press proofs Brock Lesnar uh, Daniel Cormier let's see here we've got a Brock Lesnar red laser hollow number to 75 We're just looking for numbers here at this point because we've pulled two autos and a memorabilia card so I don't think we can ask for anything more than a few colors. Uh, this one's new too. Amanda Nunez Stairmasters. Um, yeah, all these. Good. Um, I think we're finishing off these sets. Um, Octagon Marvels, Francis Ngannou, and the Crunch Time Yuri Prohachka. Uh, yeah, I think those are all ones that we were missing before. All right, here we go. Tim Means. Huh, back to back. How about that? I 
to Tim Means. Colby Covington, Donald Trump's favorite fighter. Brad Tavares, Alexander Rakic, Mark Coleman. Uh, Curtis Blades, Pedro Munoz, Marina Rodriguez, Daniel Cormier. There we go, the hangman, Dan Hooker. Nathaniel Wood, Jared Cannonier, Song Yadong, Andre Arlovsky, Calvin Gastelum, Israel Adesanya, Dustin Jacoby, Lauren Murphy, trains here in the Houston area, Zhongwei Li, Cody Garbrandt, Amanda Hibas, Kamara Usman, there we go, we've got a Kyler Phillips, we had the Kyler Phillips, I believe that one was a blue auto that we sold. I think he was one of our first autos. That was in our second box because our first auto was the BJ Penn Redemption that we still have. But uh, get another rookie that we don't have already. Is always good. Um, press proof Nathaniel Wood. Rookie press proof here. Drakar close. We do have a base card of that one already. And we got Derek Lewis Silver, number to 99. Another Houston guy. So there we go, Derek Lewis. Leon Edwards, Octagon Marvels. Alexander Volkanovsky, Crunch Time, and Chuck Liddell Retro Series. Good stuff. All inserts we don't have yet. And all the rookies have been different. <clears throat> it was the 30th anniversary in this pack. I already saw it. So stay tuned. We've hit. The Alonzo Minifield 30th anniversary and Juliana Pena. So we've got the Juliana Pena left, sold the Minifield. Uh, Misha Tate, Marcin Tibura, BJ Penn, Dan Ige, Neil Magny, Justin Gagey, Holly Holm, tough loss last night, Alexander Romanoff, Tito Ortiz, Daniel Rodriguez, Blago Ivanov, Abubakar Nurmagomedov, Caitlin Chukagian, Hoist Gracie, Stipe Miacic, Piotr Jan, Marab Devalishvili, Matt Serra, Edson Barbosa, Rafael Sunsau, Leon Edwards, Jamal Hill, Andrea Lee, Jason Herzog, Authority of the Octagon. Jennifer Maya, Press Proof. Sadiq, 
Yusef, Teal Press Proof, and the 30th anniversary is Umar Nurmagomedov. Those are numbered to 30, 10 of 30 on the Umar, so pretty good one there considering he hasn't lost yet. to reach out to our, our buddy who's trying to build this set. So there's a third 30th anniversary card that we've pulled. I think we're still looking for a case hit though. Um, Brian Ortega gold auto, the lowest that we have. I think so. Um, Tito Ortiz retro series. Francis Ngannou, The Untouchables, and uh, Habib, Stairmasters. So, again, more stuff we don't have. Can't be much left anymore after, after these packs. I think we may have finished all those insert sets. We'll be really close to it. All right, here we go. Jermaine Durandamy, Demir Ismagulov, Juliana Pena, Tracy Cortez, followed by Brian Ortega. There we go. They're just back to back in all these. Um, Alexa Grasso, Yuri Prochka, Valentina Shevchenko, Bilal Muhammad, Marvin Vittori, Michael Bisping, Aljamain Sterling, Julian Robertson, Derek Lewis, Robert Whitaker, Max Holloway. Forrest Griffin, Jose Aldo, Sadiq Youssef, Jalen Turner, Ricky Simone, Jimmy Flick, Matt Brown, Mike Beltran, Authority of the Octagon, Shavkat, Silver Press Proof, Dan Hooker, Chuck Liddell, Purple, and Hamzat Shemaev, Dominators, Habib Nurmagomedov, The Untouchables, and Conor McGregor, GSP, Fantasy Matchups. So we got shut out on any numbered cards on that pack. Usually one in every box. We just kind of get shut out. No auto, no memorabilia, no number. So... Hopefully that's the only one. Got two left. So here we go. Nikita Krilov, Li Zhang Lang, Henry Cejudo, Tom Aspinall, Brandon Moreno, Magomed Ankalaev, Sean O'Malley, Julia Avila, Mazvar Evloev, Tony Ferguson, Brandon Roy Vall. Might see him fight for a title soon. I think that um, he and Amir Albazi are going to uh, square off and face Pantoja. That's just my feeling. I don't think they're going to run it back with Moreno right away. I think that um, Royval and Albazi have earned the chance to fight for that title. So um, if he takes care of business, then uh, Royval, Albazi, I think the winner should get Pantoja. Alex Perez. 
Leon Edwards, Jamal Hill, Andrea Lee, Mike Brown, Francis Ngannou, Chan Sung Young, there's Pantoja, Kevin Holland, Jack Shore, Tatiana Suarez, Cub Swanson, got another Drakkar Close. Uh, here we go, the press proofs. Dustin Poirier Silver, and we got Alexander Volkov with the silver, number 99. So there we go. Fantasy matchups, Charles Oliveira and BJ Penn, Israel Adesanya, and Leon Edwards Crunch Time. Okay, one more pack to go. Wish good luck on this one. All right, Armin Saryukian, Alexander Gustafsson, Joaquin Buckley, Sente Luque, Benil Dariush, Matush Gamrot, Habib, TJ Dillashaw, Johnny Walker, Vivian Araljo, Sean Brady, Jack Hermanson, Tyler Santos, Jessica Andraj, Dominic Reyes, Bryce Mitchell, Andre Muniz, Carol Hosa, Anderson Silva, Casey O'Neill, Michelle Pereira, Jens Pulver, Yair Rodriguez, and a winner from last night. First one of these we have pulled. Jack Della Maddalena, rated rookie. Let's see how many of those we have left to get. So we got the same ones over and over and over again. Might have quite a few to go. That one helps. Press proofs. Matt Schnell, silver. Ryan Hall, silver. Uriah Faber, purple. You go the Untouchables, Arnold Allen. Octagon Marvels, Stipe Miacic, and Crunch Time, Valentina Shevchenko. So nothing numbered in that one either. And that's it. So I really appreciate everybody being on here tonight. So after that, that UFC Fight Night card last night, um, we've got another one coming up this week from London. Really looking forward to Tom Aspinall and Marcin Tibura. So like I said, um, Austin, you want to reach out to me, 
Um, and you can have that. Uh, Predator will work out something. So you can email me, Russ, at orange-fire.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Fight Cards Russ, or at Orange Fire Media. Find me on Facebook, Russ Renault, R-E-N-E-A-U, or Orange Fire Media. And also check out our eBay store at Orange Fire Lots of Lots. But if you're like Austin, you can just claim stuff right on the show. So um, that's the way it works. That, that's what I like to do. Um, instead of people buying into breaks and spending a lot of money with very little return, you can just buy what you see. And that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Um, so uh, hopefully that we do more and more of that and the show will get bigger and bigger. And like I said, we're, we're not going to have select, um, a case of select uh, right away. Um, we're, we're working, you know, to, to get things trending in the right direction here to start generating revenue here on the show. So we're going to be focusing more on bringing people on and uh, doing interviews, getting some guests on, and then we'll grow the show that way. Um, start generating some revenue so that we can buy more cards. That's what we want to do. We think that's what a lot of people are here for. But also if we can have some great content where we have some people on that you want to hear from, uh, people in the hobby, and just some fighters maybe that, that collect or just fighters in general, and some people who've been around the UFC a little while, I think that'll make things better and that we can just keep keep going. So um, like I said, we, we've got we've got enough to, to open cards for a while. So nothing too urgent yet but just things to look at in the future and to keep in mind that, that yeah it's a business uh, it's a tough one to, to break into but uh, we've been going six months almost uh, next week will be our 26th show so that's the six month mark uh, at least we made it this far and uh, we're going to keep at it we're going to keep working hard and keep keep going keep going and uh, just keep bringing you good stuff every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central right here on YouTube. And then uh, you can listen to us on all the audio podcast platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be on there. And I upload the audio as soon as the show's over. So if you are listening um, and you didn't get a chance to watch on YouTube, that you, if you hear something, that's why I go through every card. If you hear something that you want, that you can go back and look at it. If you want to look at it and you want it, then you just let me know. And we can work something out. So once again, thanks so much for being here and joining us and making us part of your week. I hope you have a great week this week. And uh, enjoy the fights next weekend. And we will see you next Sunday night, 9 p.m. right here on YouTube. I'm Russ Renault. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week.